At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is hour number two of Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe alongside James Salinas here on a Salinas Sunday, a.k.a. the final round of the Open Championship going on over at Royal St. Andrews. And it is really, really coming to a head here as right now Cam Smith is at 19 under. He birdied five consecutive holes there to start his back nine. So 19 under through 15. Roy McIlroy is one back of Cam Smith as Cam Smith has become the favorite over at BetMGM. I believe they just took it down, but last I saw, he was minus 185. Rory, that plus 150-ish range, plus 170-ish range. But uh, your thoughts here on what has really been a remarkable stretch run by Cam Smith to start the back nine. Uh, you drive for show, but you putt for dough, and there, yeah. there you go, Cam Smith. And we know that's the strength of his game. A seven under today through 15, and some really good scores. I was scrolling down just to see how it was going. We talked about the weather really not being much of a factor throughout the course of the four four days of this championship, but there was rain overnight into the early morning hours, and maybe that would soften the course a little bit. Well, look at some of these scores, and obviously for, for Cam Smith being up there at the top of the leaderboard and having a great day, nerves of steel being able to handle the pressure and whatever self-imposed pressure there is and, and dial in that focus to to knock down those putts at seven under, but there were a few others. Sam Burns shot an eight under today, and I see a number of other six and sevens and a number of fives across the board. So as far as Rory, more so feels like playing not to lose as opposed mm-hmm. to, hey, this is mine to go win. Let's go get after it. Not being aggressive. Let's just play play the course as we have for the first, as I, as he has through the first three days. But you see Cam Smith right now and, and knocking down, you, you mentioned the success of birdies that he's had and how well he's playing right now top of his game and full of confidence for the young fella it's funny that you mentioned that Rory is almost playing not to lose because I brought it up with Dave Ross he was hosting the Lombardi line with Michael Lombardi before we got underway and I said that Rory's almost playing defense against this course here just kind of biding his time and at the time he had that three-stroke lead there to where it's like okay yeah you can kind of play defense and uh for a football term to not run and punt the ball and just play a little bit of d Mm -hmm. Uh, but now he can't do that now he has to come from behind when he was minus 300 
uh, at one point during this final round. But Rory's sitting at plus money because I know you don't have any tickets on this, but he's at plus 175. Does that intrigue you, knowing what he has from a pedigree standpoint and knowing that he has the chance, he's in the final pairing, to match whatever Smith ends up posting after his 18? Does Rory at plus money, does that kind of uh, get the senses going a little bit for you, James? Not enough plus money sitting currently at plus 175. Mm -hmm. Cam Smith now flip-flopped at minus 175. But as well as he's been playing here, and the fact that you mentioned it, is he playing not to lose? He playing a little conservative as far as Rory is concerned. You know, you can't be Mac Jones. It was just staying in the theme of the <laughs> of the AFC East that we just got our off off with the last two segments with Dan from Buffalo. You know, you can't be Mac Jones. You got to open it up, beat Josh Allen. Do you want to win? Or are you looking to just come in second for a prize? No, th those days. And I wonder, you know, to to your point of how you opened the show with the 2,890 days, the drought mm -hmm. that it's been for Rory to win the major is how does that, how is that? I mean, only he's going to be able to, to speak to it directly, but between the ears and what, what, how has that influenced his, his game today? But more so, I don't think it's, I think it's more so just the fact that as it's Cam Smith and how well he is playing out here and, and playing to win for one, but playing with just the absolute confidence to take chances and to make shots. And that's the biggest thing, making shots. And we talk about basketball. It's a make or miss league. Well, hell seems to me golf really fits that narrative. It is oh, yeah. a make or miss as far as this is concerned. And right now it's McElroy's not missing, but he's also not having the makes the way that Cam Smith is. And it's interesting because yesterday after his round, you mentioned Cam Smith. He shot two over, I believe it was, yesterday. And he told the media, he said, I thought today was the best I actually hit the ball. So it was almost an indicator of he felt good, and he just, the make or miss league, he was missing yesterday yeah. with the putter. The putter went cold after being scorching hot on Friday to where he was able to build that lead, getting the 13 under. And with him hitting the ball well, you knew that maybe the putter would have regressed the mean a little bit after yesterday's performance. I don't know if we thought that it would go this far in the positive direction there with what he's done on the back nine, but it's almost to where the point where he's felt good at this course. We know the fairways are wide, which his biggest weakness is usually he can get wayward with the tee shots. That doesn't really penalize him as much here at Royal St. Andrews to where he feels like he's kind of at home where Rory and Hovland were yesterday is where Cam Smith feels like he is today. And he's coming up with it in the biggest spot right now here on the back nine as Rory McIlroy has a birdie putt and that will come up just wide there. So Rory now through 15 will be at 18 under parring that one uh, real quick. They brought it up on the broadcast. You're just watching it in the studio. Low round for a champion in the final round is a 66 for Zach Johnson. I believe that was back in 2015. So Cam Smith has a chance to best that if he continues at his current pace. The pressure discussion, and James, I think it's a fascinating one with this sport of golf. Does it shift to Cam Smith knowing that he's looking at the leaderboard? He has Rory in the final pairing right behind him, playing behind him. He has him one shot back. Does the pressure almost shift now to a Cam Smith versus being at Rory earlier on in the round? I, I mean, the pressure to win, that's again, it's going to be how they, who individually do they put pressure on themselves? I think. Pressure comes with lack of confidence, and right now Smith is as confident as anybody, probably the most confident golfer on the course right now from start to finish as far as how this round is going. So I would say no. I would say this: it, you, you have to build off that momentum, and, and you know all it takes is one bad shot, and now that confidence is it. Confidence is fragile, but through the at least through the first 15 holes, the way that he's playing, and maybe it was a benefit to be back and not have mm -hmm. the lead going into the final round. You get to start first. You're not looking behind you. You're just playing ahead. Let me get after my game. You mentioned it, uh, how we talked about it in the 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 post-conference, uh, the, the post-round conference, we'll call it that, after round three yesterday for Cam Smith saying, I felt like I hit the ball well. Feeling like that's telling me you can read between the lines with that and say, mm -hmm. hey, he felt like he had a good day, even though his score didn't reflect that, shooting a 73 in round three. But feeling like, hey, I hit the ball well. Yeah, certain shots didn't go down. Maybe a couple of those, you know, you, you feel good out of the hand and in and out, back rim kind of the shot, but feeling like, all right, I'm dialed in, I'm seeing it, I'm feeling it, and that will carry over into the final round today. And then being behind, not having to, to see and not really scoreboard watch 
right? Yeah. He wasn't scoreboard watching. He's like, I got to go do my thing. I can't look back at where, where Rory's at. He's behind me here as the leader. I go get mine. And then as he starts to build that confidence, I don't think so. I don't think the, there's pressure there on Smith. I think he's full of confidence right now rolling into these last few holes. We'd be remiss if we didn't mention the other Cameron, Cameron Young. Uh, he's a Wake Forest guy sitting at 25 to 1 to win the Open Championship. Two shots back of his playing partner, Cameron Smith there. Um, Cameron Young threw 15 holes right now. It's interesting because we've seen these Wake Forest guys play well at these majors. Will Zalatoris at the U.S. Open at the PGA Championship. Cameron Young here in the second-to-last grouping with Cameron Smith. Would you maybe sprinkle a little bit on Cameron Young? Because a two-shot lead, we can know that that can go away rather quickly because we already saw it with Cam Smith and Rory McIlroy. Cameron Young is still fighting in this thing as well. He doesn't have the pedigree and he doesn't have the wins on the tour, but he's still in this thing and has done a really good job holding off some of these uh, better players, at least on paper so far through this tournament. Well, see, Femi, we were talking about staying disciplined, right? Not mm -hmm. chasing some of these juicy numbers that you can see <laughs> and that you can find in golf, right? This is sitting 25 to 1. I think that's enticing. You see yeah, those it numbers is. like, yeah, hell, he's only two strokes Too back. Bad. They still have a few holes here <laughs> at 25 to 1. Yeah, let me fire there. No. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to stay true to my word. I'm going to be disciplined here. Not so much because of the price or where it's at, but just seeing how how – well, Smith has played up to this mm -hmm. point, and we're running out of holes here. We're running yeah. out of holes. There's no longer any par fives where you can make up some ground here with two strokes back with just, what, three to play here. I think that's, that's too far back right now, not only because we're, we're running down to the – the, the final couple holes of this tournament, but also the fact that Smith has just been hitting so well and playing with so much confidence, not a play that I'm going to get involved with. Yeah, there's a reason why they're giving you 25 to 1 on that number on yes. a guy who's two back there because we are indeed running out of holes. Cameron Smith hoping to make a short par putt here on the 16th green there. Uh, and if he can cash that one, he'll only have two holes left, barring a playoff here at the Open Championship. So the pressure, it's its starting to crank up here on this back nine here for Cameron Smith. I almost wonder from an approach standpoint if you're Cameron Smith because we've seen him get aggressive here on the back nine, five straight birdies. Does he then start to play a little defense against this course, knowing that he has the lead, but it's only one shot, so it's not like he has some insurmountable lead. Rory McIlroy could easily surpass him uh, just as much as he surpassed Rory. Do we maybe start to see Cameron Smith play it a little safe, or does he stick to the process that got him to this point here as he's sitting with two holes to go and has a one-shot lead? To me, it's the latter. At least I'm hopeful of that. I hope it's the latter. Mm -hmm. You keep doing what you're doing. Forget about it. Yeah. Don't even look at the numbers. Don't look at the numbers. Don't look at the holes. Just feel like you've, this is, regardless of what whether you're going to 17, you're on 10, it doesn't matter. You are playing your game right now, and it's yours to win. Go win it. Don't worry about trying not to lose it. That's where so many times you mentioned it. You're playing defense, and you, yeah, let's run the football and grind the clock out, mm -hmm. and we'll we'll manage this. How many times do we see that fall apart, guys? You got to play to win. Go be a good, not that he needs to be overly aggressive. You got to be smart, and he's he knows what he's doing out there. He knows he's going to play to his strengths. But you, you're full of that confidence out there. I hope not. I'm, I'm hopeful. I don't like to see. I don't. I don't like to see anybody melt down unless I bet against them. In this case, I don't have a bet against them. So <laughs> I like to see guys succeed. You know, I I bet against human achievement, but I cheer for achievement <laughs> if I'm not involved in it. And I'm not involved as far as having any kind of investment here. I'm hopeful that he has the, the mental capacity to go out there and take it down. Go win it. Don't play, don't play afraid, young fellow. Go play to win. Mm -hmm. Go knock this down. You got two holes left. Yeah, some other major champions who have now finished up there out there on the course. Jordan Spieth, he was four under for the day. He finishes T8. They're 12 under for the championship. Bryson DeChambeau went six under today. So we saw guys going low who were further off the lead there. DeChambeau, they're 12 under. So a good finish for DeChambeau here, who's had a kind of a uh, roller coaster season, mainly valleys more though than peaks for Bryson there. Uh, Victor Hovland, though, sitting there right now, four back in that final pairing with Roy McElroy. So it appears that Victor Hovland will not be in this three-horse race that is down to the Camerons and Rory McIlroy, who is hoping to end that drought of 2,890 days since his last major. We'll be keeping our eyes on it for the last few holes here at the Open Championship. Come back with us next, going to the AFC East, starting with Mac Jones and the Patriots. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. So visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 welcome back this is betting across america presented by bet mgm femi abebefe here at the vcin studios at the south point hotel and casino james salinas rolling alongside with me as always on a sunday james just to get the folks updated on the live betting market for the open championship outright winner cameron smith is the favorite at minus 350 rory mcelroy now three to one so plus 300 for Rory, Cameron Young sitting at 25 to one, two shots back with two holes to play for the two Camerons. But Rory, he's got three holes to play sitting at three to one, only one back. They're starting to put some juicy prices out there, James. <laughs> <laughs> Not juicy enough for me here. I think Cam Smith's going to do this. And take what it is your well, number I'll for Rory? What would, what would the number that you'd need for Rory? Uh, I think none because I am going to stay true to my word. <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to okay. stay disciplined and stay there away from this. So, so I, I just I'm I'm getting myself dialed in to the to the mindset that I need to be that I need to have when we get to the NFL season, and and that means I've got to start blocking out some of that noise of <laughs> wanting to get involved and do this. Even though it's kind of hopeful, you know, it'd be great. Let's let's see him birdie one of those holes and let's go have a playoff. I That's mean, that man. If we get a playoff, man, maybe I'll I, get involved. I don't think my heart can handle bit. that. Maybe it'd be. It would be <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Then let's put the pressure on you. I hope we get a playoff just for that, and we get to see how you're going to sit under those bright lights. we got to get a headband on you, some wristbands, start wiping off that brow if that sweat's going. Now that will make for a fun Sunday morning. It really would. The sweat would definitely be real if that happened, if we ended up getting a playoff here. Um, so forgive me for bringing the noise to you. I know you're trying to block out the noise, but I just wanted to know because I'm sure the viewers at home are very interested and are wondering about, hey, what would James bet if he got a good number on Rory? But you say it's nothing. Nada. Zero. No action on Rory unless maybe we get a playoff. But let's get to the football because that's what you're focused on as a better getting geared up for this 2022 regular season. 
And we discussed the Buffalo Bills with our guest Dan Fates of WHAM in Rochester there. So let's get to some of these other teams, the challengers in said division. And the first challenger we want to discuss is the New England Patriots. Right now, the New England Patriots 4-1 to to win the AFC East. A really interesting team because they didn't make a ton of buzz this offseason. The biggest change being Josh McDaniels going from the offensive coordinator to now the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Mac Jones entering into year two. That's typically when quarterbacks like to make those type of leaps to becoming good quarterbacks in the NFL. What do you expect from this Patriots team after adding a Devontae Parker at wide receiver? What's your kind of overall 10,000-foot view of the New England Patriots here in the AFC East? It's going to be boring football. It's going to be a boring football <laughs> season to watch New England. There's nothing flashy about this team on either side of the football. Let's start on, well, you mentioned the offense. And I think for Mac Jones, for for a young quarter, rookie quarterback, obviously last year coming in his second year, came in very polished. And mm-hmm. you, we've seen we've seen these kids now, Femi coming out of, you know, through high school and seven on sevens and coming in, getting getting coached up in college and all these pro set and a lot of wide set, you know, these these wild formations that they're running in, in college that it's they it's a passing league it's a passing league in the NFL and for the most part in college football now if you have a if you have a top shelf quarterback it's a passing league in in college football as well it's really a feeder system to the NFL we know that and I think I, I think for New England the strength of this team if you look through and break down the roster of all the units both sides of the football it's the offensive line so it's it's you've, you've got some veterans up front it's a very good it's probably in my mind probably a top 10 offensive line for the New England Patriots and it's a team that's going to need to be physical at the point of attack. I like what we saw with Stevenson, rookie from last year, very physical type of downhill runner. Love mm-hmm. the way that he runs. I know they do have, they always have depth in the backfield for the Patriots, but offensively, that's the biggest question mark now with McDaniels leaving. Because I think the interesting thing with McDaniels, you know, Belichick always had his hand in part of the game plan. But but as far as McDaniels was concerned, and the, the offensive game plan would, would fluctuate from game to game based on their opponents and how they would game plan accordingly to play to the opponent's weaknesses and take advantage of that. What are we going to see at offensively here for the Patriots? Is it is it going to be Belichick? Is it Joe Judge? Is it Matt Patricia? Is he going to sharpen pencils and put them in both ears and be defense and offense for Matt Patricia. I just don't know what it's going to look like offensively other than the fact that I got to assume this is probably going to be a run first team capitalize on the offensive line and the depth that you have at running back and play these low scoring type of affairs. But, you know, offensively, it's just a big question mark. I just don't see whether Parker coming over, that doesn't move the needle for me whatsoever. Uh, I like Mac Jones decision making in the pocket, but that's truly what he is. He is strictly a pocket passer. He is not going to make any kind of explosive plays in the passing game outside of the pocket with his feet. So here, it just feels like, at least on the offensive side of the football for the Patriots, run first, be physical, and and not commit penalties and make mistakes, hold on to the football, and let's grind out possessions, move the sticks, and uh, we'll get in field goal range and play some low-scoring contests. Yeah, and that's kind of what they were doing last year there with Mac Jones, that quarterback, kind of grinding things out in this AFC East division. The play-caller situation, because we've alluded to that there, Josh McDaniels in Vegas, Joe Judge or Matt Patricia. We don't know who is. It could be Bill Belichick. Could be me. Could be you. We don't know who's going to be calling plays for the New England Patriots. How much does that impact your handicap on this team for this season there? Do you think that's a big deal that we're still uncertain as to who the play caller is going to be with a young quarterback entering year two? I think so. I mean, we just, you can't, uh, I don't know how much we can carry over from, uh, from what McDaniels did. And again, the, the versatility that you would see from week to week based on the opponent's strengths and weaknesses that they would play towards their weaknesses and, and try their best to take advantage of it. But I, I do, I think it's, you, you, you have to look at what the strengths are and this is not a, a, a downfield passing attack by any means. This is going to be Mac Jones is an accurate passer, but again, it's going to be limited as far as what he can do as far as creativity, anything outside the pocket, that's not going to happen. Happen. Play to your strengths. You got a really good offensive line. They'll pass protect, but even more so, it's going to be the run blocking that they can do and and pound the football and play field position and let Belichick work his magic on the defensive side. Concern on the defense is that you know I think the the strength of the defense is going to be we can look at the safety position at least with McCourty, but he's another year older. What is he? Thirty five, thirty six years old, and is he going to be able to stand up and stay up upright and be able to be available for how many games is he going to be available on the back end? He's a great veteran, but mm-hmm. is he going to be able to to go through the wars of seventeen games? Duggar's a one I I like his versatility as their box safety. I think Kyle Duggar's a really fantastic playmaker, a great tackler in space, but you know I I don't know where I'm. This is not a corner the the. Corner 
cornerback crew that we see for this this team here is is average at best, and you lost some leadership at the linebacker position. Now, I don't think Dante Hightower is coming back, and Kyle Van Noy is now gone from that Patriots again, and it's just a lack of uh, a lack of playmakers and some veteran leadership in the middle of that defense. This is an average defense to me at best too. This is just an average football team, and they'll beat the teams that they should beat, mm-hmm. and then they're going to go play co- higher quality competition like we saw to end this the season in the playoffs last year in that wild card round where they were clearly overmatched facing the Buffalo. Bills. You didn't have 50 mile an hour wins to keep you competitive in that game in that time. They The elements were just fine for both sides and the Bills just did whatever they wanted to and that kind of really was the, the that's that's the ceiling for the this Patriots team and really if you dig into this schedule uh, the the schedule is really challenging for a yeah. well for a couple of reasons here and if we let's dig into the schedule for a moment here Femi before we cut out of here I mean you're going to open down in Miami we saw how that ended up last year for them down there they were clearly looking ahead to the wild card round but you know you're going to play September 11th in Miami hot humid muggy you're going to be able to sustain for four quarters down there but they're going to start off this season three out of their first four games are on the road they follow up that with Pittsburgh you're going to have a home game against Baltimore they should be far healthier than they were than last year than at Green Bay and then they're going to face Detroit at home now Matt mm-hmm. Patricia won't get on the field and I don't think that was a, <laughs> that was a good pairing there Patricia can want his his revenge but I think the revenge is actually for Detroit yeah. wanting some payback <laughs> against their former coach because I don't think they liked him whatsoever the worst part of their schedule Femi is the second half they're going to play four consecutive prime time games mm-hmm. in the second half of the season if you weren't already sick of the Patriots coming into this year <laughs> over the years of Patriots 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 for the last two decades, and rightfully so, they were winning football team the best that there's been for the last two decades. But if you're not sick of them now, wait till you get to the second half and you have them in prime time four straight weeks. Yeah, that'll be the that's the crusher for the rest of the country that's tired of talking Patriots. <laughs> yeah, that stretch starts on Thanksgiving night at the Minnesota Vikings. Yep. Then they're on Thursday night football hosting the Buffalo Bills. Then at the Arizona Cardinals on Monday night football, and then they come out here to Las Vegas for Sunday night football to where Josh McDaniels gets to host his old friends, the New England Patriots. So it's going to be a lot of New England Patriots in prime time in the second half of the season. Let's hope they're at least a solid team so that those games are actually good here. Real quick, the win total is at eight and a half. You said this is going to be an average team. So is this a stay away from you for this win total, or is there another way to bet on this Patriots team or bet against this Patriots team? Uh, I probably wouldn't get involved, but I wouldn't want to bet the over here. I, I don't see nine wins on here. I think this mm-hmm. team, it's again, it's the number's probably right where it should be, but, you know, this is a very challenging schedule. You mentioned the back half, not only the four primetime games, but then the last three games of the season, you're going to play home games, Cincinnati Bengals, Miami Dolphins, and then at Buffalo to close the season. Yeah. Buffalo, although, may have already wrapped it up, so that game may be meaningless in the AFC East, but I'd probably look to the under. I think the number's right where it should be. So we don't believe the Patriots have the ceiling to challenge the Bills do the Miami Dolphins have that ceiling? The Tyreek Hill thinks they do. We discuss that next here on Betting Across America. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today. You'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. So sign up now at VEASAN.com summer. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Bebefe alongside James Salinas out in Colorado. We're at the halfway point of the show here just to get folks updated on the Open Championship. Cam Smith is on 18. He just hit his tee shot, drove the green, or just kind of on the edge of the green there. So he actually went with the driver after going with the Irons earlier on in the week here. But Smith, minus 300 to win the Open Championship. Rory McIlroy, plus 250. Cam Young, 25 to 1. But Cam Smith, while we were discussing the New England Patriots, hit a clutch par putt on 17. They're about 12 feet or so. Uh, looked like he was going to drop a shot, but the putter has been scorching hot on this back nine, and it saved him on that shot. So Cam Smith, like we mentioned, just on the edge of the 18th green. Rory McIlroy right now putting on 17. We'll see if Rory can close the gap here. He's one shot back. But let's continue our discussion on the AFC East. The Miami Dolphins are an interesting team. They made a lot of moves, including at the head coaching spot there, 
Brian Flores is out. Mike McDaniel in from the San Francisco 49ers. James, uh, Tua Tagovailoa still the quarterback, but they make the big trade for Tyreek Hill, signed Cedric Wilson. They also signed a couple of running backs there that were familiar with McDaniel and made a couple moves on the offensive line. Recently on his podcast, because everybody has one, wide receiver Tyreek Hill said that this Dolphins team, the 2022 Miami Dolphins, remind him of the 2019 Kansas City Chiefs who ended up winning the Super Bowl. In fairness to Hill, he was just comparing the skill position guys, but do you think this Dolphins team has a high ceiling potentially here this season? That's the, well, Tyreek Hill, and it's interesting now, you're getting paid now, Every everybody's the the everybody's the greatest at this, your new team. Cause there wasn't there some other things on social media or, or his podcast. Like you said, everybody's got one now. Uh, it was popping off about the, the difference between Tua and Patrick Mahomes and different, just, I think maybe trying to set a, a standard of, Hey, bring, I'm going to bring a lot of confidence with me. And we know Tyreek Hill has a lot of bravado and plays with a lot of fire when he's out there on the field. And rightfully so he's a tremendous playmaker and he's going to bring that speed now to Miami. But yeah, you you look at this offensive line, and, and they have improved in some areas. You've got Teron Armstead on the left tackle, and he's definitely a, a tremendous veteran. You bring in Connor Williams at the center position, so you bring some veteran leadership and playmaking ability on that. Brings some stability a little bit to that offensive line. Still not a great offensive line, but it was one of the worst offensive lines in football mm-hmm. last year. And now you've got a lot of speed. You've got Waddle who can take the top off. Hill's a speedster. We know that. Gusecki, he can run. He's pretty quick at the tight end position as well, but to me, this is going to have to start to be a run first offense and that's what Mike McDaniels if we're going to project out where he came from what he's been influenced by and how that's going to play out as the in a sense the 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 leader and the play caller here for the Miami Dolphins it's going to be that stretch run right the the different zone reads that they're going to have the outside zone rushing attack and and then be able to work to out of that some boots out of that to be able to open up some space and some clear passing lanes to take advantage of the running game to get the ball over the top and you know for somebody like you, you mentioned Chase Edmond and Raheem Mostert Mostert coming over I think is key can he stay healthy for one but when he was healthy and part of that that rushing attack in San Francisco he averaged 5.7 yards per carry so he understands how to rush behind that type of rushing attack, but it's going to take time. This isn't just something you implement and now you're coming in. It's a whole new system for this team. A lot of new moving pieces and it takes time. Not to say that McDaniels can't get that done in Miami, but it's going to take some time and I think the schedule does not allow them. It doesn't allow them any growing pains to start the year. They're going to play... Play the. They're going to host now. It'll be a, an advantage playing in Miami down in the the heat and humidity. That will be there September 11th to play the Patriots. But then from there, you're going to play at Baltimore, home to the Bills, and then at Cincinnati and at New York. Just the first start of that season. We're going to find out a lot about this Miami Dolphins team because that is a very challenging schedule to start the season. Real quick, Dave. Uh, sorry, James. I don't know why I called you Dave. I was thinking about Dave Ross because he tweeted at me uh, about the BO Open Championship. Real quick, James. Let's let's table this Dolphins discussion for a little bit because I want to get folks updated on what's going on at the Open Championship. Uh, we just saw Cameron Smith birdie eighteen. So Cameron Smith posts twenty under here at eighteen. So Rory McIlroy is going to have to get in in two here on eighteen, which is possible. There he could eagle it because we saw Cameron Young. Eagle 18 there. So Cameron Young gets to 19 under. Rory McIlroy is trying to drive the green, and we'll see where this ends up landing. It's not really close here for Rory. So he's going to have to hit a miracle shot here on 18. He is about, I'd say about 50 50 yards out or so uh, from the hole there, maybe a little bit longer for Rory McIlroy. So, yeah, so it's it's – it's going to be a difficult shot. Yeah, maybe maybe about 25 or so, 20, 20 yards out for Rory. But it's it's going to be a difficult shot for Rory to try to try to make that one there. But right now, Cameron Smith posts 20 under. A 64 would be a record final round for an Open Championship winner in the final round. Zach Johnson shot a 66 back in 2015. Cameron Smith shoots a 64 here in the final round. Cameron Young, hell of a round for him as well. 65, he shoots 19 under, and he had a couple putts earlier on, and like 15, 16, that maybe if he had made one of those, he could have really challenged and made this thing a playoff as he goes at 19 under. But Rory McIlroy now 18 under. Looked like he was going to win this thing about two hours ago. Might not even finish in the top two here, James. 
Well, and it wasn't so much that he lost it. It was Cam Smith went and took it. Yeah. And we mentioned, well, what those last couple holes, would he succumb to the pressure of, of now being in the lead? And I just think when you're confident like that and you know what your skill set is and you play to your strengths, the fact that he goes and birdies the last hole, I mean, it tells you right there, he was in it to win it. And good for him. Good for him to go out and seize the moment and shoot a eight under. Course eight record. Under. You mentioned the last day of hitting, what, a 64? He said that was the, the for the final day. You said it was 66. 66. Was the Six was the, in the, 66 was the best for a champion was the winner. On, the, yes. on the final yep. round. And he shoots a 64. Yeah, so he, <laughs> right. He goes out and takes it. It's eight under today. And absolutely, that's where you, you mentioned the nerves and the pressure. But those things can also, you can feed off of that too. And it gives you an acute focus. And, and for somebody that was playing as well as he had through the first nine and the success of birdies that you had mentioned that he had early in this in this round, that it just builds on the the... The you know, having that confidence out there and playing to that, and not folding to the pressure. So I don't think there was more so that McElroy kind of folded under the folded mm-hmm. under questioning here, folded under pressure. It was just the fact that Cam Smith was better and he went out and took it down. Congratulations to Cam Smith. Good for you, young man. Yeah, he it was a bogey-free round two for Cam Smith. He shot a 64 on Friday there, and then another bogey-free final round to go final round bogey-free with all the pressure. Six under on the back nine. For Cameron Smith, that is just incredible with everything that was at stake there. And we talked about getting into that zone. And he said it yesterday after his third round, said that I thought I hit the ball the best on th- on on Saturday, and that came to fruition today. Here, as he hit the ball, continued to hit it well, but the putter cooled off yesterday, got right back to where it was on Friday today. As it looks like, barring a miracle shot by Rory McIlroy, and he is one of the best. He's probably the best golfer in the world right now, based on how he's been playing. But barring a miracle shot here, holding out from off the green, Cameron Smith will be the Open Championship winner and will be a first major victory for one Cameron Smith. And the fact that he did it by chasing down Rory McIlroy, if he ends up completing this thing, is quite the accomplishment there for a first-time major winner. And bouncing back from the poor performance, at least not in his mind, a poor performance Mm -hmm. from from the poor score that he had in round three, shooting that 73. Uh, But but feeling remaining confident, I think that's the biggest piece. I think that's probably the biggest takeaway for me is, yeah, he did not shoot, as far as the score was concerned, a good round yesterday and put him back where he was sitting and going into the final round this morning. But just being able to recognize that, hey, I was shooter's going to shoot, putter's going to putt. And hey, I was on it. I felt like I hit the ball well. That will carry over. I'm good. I'm not concerned with it. I'll have a much better day tomorrow being able to read between the lines with that. And that's something I think for, for you, Femi, as, as somebody who bets golf quite a bit, what can you take away from this last round today as far as dealing with the nerves and the pressure and everything else and the fact that he went out there and he took it down as, and played as well as he did shooting that record and having that eight under score today, especially on the back nine mm-hmm. when the pressure can mount and be intense. What can you take away from this going into other tournaments and majors come next year. Yeah. And, and this would tie, I mean, this ties the largest final round comeback uh, of any of the 22 editions of the open championship at Royal St. Andrews. It was four shots back and that's where Cameron Smith started the day. He was four shots back of Rory McIlroy. Um, and so it's, it's just kind of remarkable to see him be able to accomplish this. Now, we, once again, Rory McIlroy has a chance to tie and force a playoff if he can hole out from off of the green here. So uh, we can't put the uh, we can't etch it in stone just yet. But right now, Cameron Smith has at least one hand on the Claret jug there uh, at Royal St. Andrews. So a really, really fun back nine. And it's probably going to be want to go down as one of the more legendary back nines that we've seen here at this major, because that was quite the stretch there to start with five consecutive birdies to start the back nine to really take the lead and and never relinquish it uh, at this point right now. So 20 under, also a record, I believe, at St. Andrews. Uh, Tiger Woods was 19 under at this course as Rory McIlroy is about to take his shot here as we're heading to break. We'll see if this one is one that he's measured up quite well, knowing that what is at stake having to make this shot. We'll tell you how it goes on the other side here on Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. So sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Femi Bebefe alongside James Salinas out in Colorado. And James... We have a new champion golfer of the year. His name, Cameron Smith, with pre-tournament odds hovering around 25 to 1, cashing those tickets after a remarkable final round, 64, which is a record final round for a champion at the Open Championship here after Zach Johnson shot a 66 back in 2015. As cash those Cam Smith tickets, baby, it feels good to get a golf outright. Congratulations to you as well and everybody else that had a had had some action on Cam Smith. And I think for Cam Smith, went out there and got it done. Second half, back nine, you like you talked about, what did you say, six under, six birdies? Yep, six in birdies that, in the back nine. Yeah, just go take it. That's it. You want to, and I think for, I think that's for, you know, betting wise, I was talking about this before where a lot of times I'm betting against human achievement, but I'm rooting for champions to be, play like champions and in this case here because i didn't have any bets and no no investments whatsoever on this open championship you want to see guys perform at their best level at the top of their mm-hmm. game and obviously i don't we haven't seen this is the best level you've ever seen a champion finish out the the final round at the open like you mentioned and for cam smith he went out there and took it and took it down and i wonder for macro i was watching the his facial expressions and his body language when he was finished with that he ended up i think he had the par on the on that final oh, yeah. eight 
18th hole. He needed to, he needed to hit that eagle from 50, 60 feet, and obviously that didn't come close. But I think for Rory, you could see the look of the the dejection that was there. Obviously, he was well aware of that 2,890 day drought since the last time he won a major, and and you could see it on his face. And that's that's obviously was driving him, but it didn't drive him to 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 play like a champion today. Not that he shot a bad round. He was two under for the round, but you know, you're going to have to shoot better. That's the worst round he had of all four rounds this week. Prior to that, he had 68 on Friday and a 66 and 66 on both days on both Thursday and round three yesterday, Saturday. So did not play the way that a champion needed to play to take this down, but ultimately congratulations to Cam Smith. You went out and won like played like a champion yeah. despite all the nerves and everybody rooting for Rory McIlroy in that set too right the they i think the collective i'm sure collectively within the at st andrews there the the buzz was to see rory mcelroy take it down and probably felt some of that pressure but you know i think going forward now femi and uh looking at you know once we get to to next year with the with the majors back in swing again cam smith now you can check that box and say well if he's in a major and he comes down to that final round and he's in contention we talked about the pressure and who can mm -hmm. handle the pressure i think there's no question right now that you can check that box and and that intangible will say absolutely if there's any pressure to be had it's not going to be cam smith if anything he thrives under that pressure and took this down today yeah, and, and the course also set up really well for him. I was telling our producer, Stephen Bond, beforehand, a lot of people liked Cam Smith, and that's reflected in the ticket percentages, the handle percentages. He was the second most tickets were on Cam Smith this weekend, second most handle. He was the third biggest liability for BetMGM because the course had wide fairways, and his weakness was he can go wayward with the tee shot. It's why he kind of crumbled on Saturday at Augusta National after being right up there with Scotty Scheffler at the Masters. Augusta has those narrow fairways, and and he couldn't hit a fairway to save his life. So this course really set up and fit his game really well to where it was emphasizing scrambling, emphasizing putting, and that's where he really shines. And we saw him shine a 64 on Friday, a 64 once again today here. Get this, James. Before today's action got underway, Rory McIlroy was at minus 110 to win this event. Victor Hovland was plus 175. You could have gotten Cam Smith at 12 to 1 before he teed off today. He was 50 to 1 back in last July. Those numbers were long gone leading up to this week and all that stuff. He was around that 25 to 1, 20 to 1 range there. But 12 to 1 to start the day, he was kind of at that line of demarcation that we always talk about when live betting in golf, and he was able to come up with it. Four shots back. That's the one of the biggest come. Sorry, the, sorry, it's tied for the biggest comeback at the Royal St Andrews, the Open Championship at that event there. So, uh, it, a really, really, really remarkable performance by Cam Smith. But I thought the point that you made about Rory McIlroy was really good, and we discussed it in studio here as well that. He didn't really choke. It wasn't like Rory pulled a Mito Pereira at the PGA Championship at Southern Hills. He just didn't go out and win it. And Rory was playing defense early on those first three holes where he had some looks at birdie. He wasn't able to cash them. He was kind of playing defense against the course because he had the big lead, but it caught up to him. He couldn't really press on that gas as Cam Smith was able to do that going six under. So I don't know if we can say that Rory lost it. It's more of Cam Smith took it like you mentioned. Absolutely. Took it down, and that's where you want to see. I think you want to see that in any sport, right? Whether whether you're betting or not, you want to see, guys, if you're going to be a champion, you want to see teams, players, in this case here for, for Cam Smith or Rory McIlroy, for that matter, go out and seize the moment and go win it, not just be, win by default because somebody else melted down under the bright lights and the pressure that comes with being a champion. You want to see guys go out there and take it down, and that's exactly where you, – and you could see. You could just see after each hole, you could just – I'm, I'm definitely one that likes to read into body language. I do it a lot with part of my handicap with team sports. I'll go back and watch NFL games. I'll, I'll look at the sidelines. What was the body language with coaches, players? Are they, is this does this team kind of galvanize? Do they have great chemistry on the sidelines? Or are they kind of disconnected when the offensive unit's out there and the defensive unit's on the sideline? A lot of different things that you can read that are intangibles into how guys can respond and perform when the bright lights are on and you need to have your best moment and your, your best performance in in said moment and watching Cam Smith each hole, you could just, I, I, I was jumping off the screen to me. You could just see the confidence building. You see his smile and it's great when you're playing well, right? How do you respond when you don't? But I think you can go back to, la to, to round three when he did, when he had a 73, 
And how many players would have been thinking about that all night long? Man, I'm, I'm now I'm a couple shots back. If I would have just mm-hmm. had an average round, I would be in a better position to go win this today. That wasn't his mindset. It was, hey, I actually hit the ball well. I'm good. My confidence is fine. I'm not yeah. rattled. I know my game, and I'll be able to carry that over, even though the score didn't reflect that. I think the confidence was there, and that was that was read into his post uh, his post round comments yesterday, and it definitely played out today. Uh, heck, James, I was rattled, and I had a Cam Smith ticket. I was doing the show with Wes yesterday, and we were like, "Well, it, it started off good, and now we're probably dead with our Cam Smith tickets." I was dead with my Scheffler ticket, my Cantlay. I was already chalking up the Open Championship as a loss, and luckily Cam Smith believed in himself more than I believed in him yeah. to where he was able to go out and win this yeah. thing. Real quick, this note, and this will wrap up our discussion here on the Open Championship. Congratulations to all those bet on Cam Smith, champion golfer of the year. From Justin Ray over, he works with the PGA Tour, really excellent follow, always has a lot of really good golf nuggets at Justin Ray Golf. He says, this was the youth movement. 2022 is the first time in men's golf history that all four majors in a calendar year were won by players in their 20s. That goes to show you where the game is at right now. These fields are so difficult there, which is one of the reasons why I shied away from a guy like Rory McIlroy in the outright market because at 10 to 1 in a field that is so deep, that's just not that good of a payout to where these young guys can really play here, James, and this golf is in a really good spot with a lot of these guys emerging as major champions. Uh, and the mindset too. That's the the mental toughness that you see. Where we were talking earlier about how polished quarterbacks are coming into the National Football League now, mm-hmm. with all the training and the drilling that they go through seven on sevens, and the the coaching that they get now in college football is really a lot of pro sets, etc. But what, what can you say now with these kids being coming in here and and being able to block out all that noise? Again, you Cam Smith, twenty eight years old. I mean, that's. The, Thinking about where maybe they're too young to know that they shouldn't be doing yeah. this, right? And they're just, hey, I'm, uh, this is this is where the older guys. This is because they have that toughness and been there before. They're supposed to win, and I'm supposed to earn my stripes. This is how you earn it. You go out there and play with confidence. You go take it down. Just a different mentality and mindset now, where guys come in full of confidence and they're not going to get rattled because you have some of the other veterans ahead of you that have accomplished more than you have. I don't know. Maybe that's part of the reason why they have this created this new tour, right? The other tour that's out there for some. <laughs> (laughs) those folks like you know what I can't hang with these young guys and they see the writing on the wall like well I'm gonna go get paid and that's all good I'm gonna take my money where I can get it and they're getting paid handsomely to do that but realistically knowing that these young guns are here to stay and they are gonna be at the top of the leaderboard I'm not gonna be where I was anymore so I gotta go get my money somewhere else yeah and real quick before we wrap up the segment a heck of a season for Rory McIlroy top 10 in four all four of the majors he went top five in three of them the Masters the U.S. Open and here at the Open Championship but Rory had a hell of a season next year. The Masters, his chance to go for the career Grand Slam. That's what everybody's always eyeing whenever Rory steps foot at Augusta National. We'll see if he can accomplish that. He will be among the favorites, that is for sure, based on how he played here in 2022. And he still has the uh, the FedEx Open and all that stuff to go after the FedEx Cup Championship. But on the other side, we turn our attention back to football, going to South Beach to start hour number three. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. Whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran in the sportsbook, VSIN is here to help you improve your sports betting skills. VSIN has assembled the leading team of insiders and handicappers to analyze and handicappers to analyze and handicappers to analyze and handicappers. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it on. 
Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.